Hey, this is Ken Shamrock, the world's most dangerous man, also known as the godfather of MMA. You're listening to WNS. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Aper. And we welcome you to episode 512 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DRH Pro. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. Abear underscore mode on Instagram. DRH underscore pro on Instagram. I'm also on the Twitch and the TikTok. Just search DRH Pro. So welcome to the show. Got plenty to talk about. Before we get into all that, Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Yeah? We're finally able to get together again? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I feel like... Well, we were together this past Sunday, but yes. together for the podcast now, yes. Correct. That is correct. That yeah, is correct. We, we did get to watch uh, um, Revolution together. The Revolution will be televised. It sure was, for the low, low price of forty nine ninety nine. So, um, yeah, so welcome to the show. We've got plenty to cover and um, we're just going to kind of, you know, talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk some wrestling. Let's talk things, man. Uh, this has a little bit to do with wrestling, but half not. I don't know. I just got a PS5. So that's awesome. You've um, reached the promised land. <laughs> reached the promised land. Um, and I got WWE 2K22. Guess what? Hmm. It hits different. Does it? It does. Is this um, a partial review? Because I know, you know, what it just came out a, a day or yeah, two so ago. Yeah, it's a partial review. This is a review in progress. Did it come with a QR code? Ah, oh, Chef, I forgot to bring it to you. But yeah, no, I have that QR code. Okay. Good, good. Yeah, it's at, yes, it's good. at home. Good, 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 good. For Supercard. Supercard. Um, John was actually asking about you last night. He was in my stream. Oh, yeah? And he was like, how's Tyler? And I was like, oh, he's doing good. And he was like... Any chance he's going to come back to Supercard? I was like, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I was like, you never know. No, I'm past it. Aww. <laughs> no, I miss him. He's, he's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. But, um, sorry. Don't apologize to me. I have to pick and choose what's on my plate right now. Apologize to Team Epic Boom. Yeah, that's that name. You've abandoned us. Yeah, I did. Um, so, I haven't played as every superstar. Yeah. Yeah, so I played a few matches. First of all, you need to play the the tutorial. Yeah. Because if not, you're not going to know how to do the moves at all. It's completely different. It hits different. It it actually does. Um, And it's taken me a little bit to get used to, but it's not a bad system. Mm -hmm. Um, For all the people I've played or played against, most of the people look great. Yeah. There's some people that kind of look, eh, they look like them, but, you know, their cheeks may be a little puffy. Puffy. Um, like Nia Jax looks a little little different. 
but there's a lot of people that look, like look great. Really so, good. Uh, would you say that they didn't find polish the people who aren't still in WWE? No, no, they. Did it's find it kind of a mix and match. Yeah, it's it's mixed. Okay. Um, because you said Nia Jax, and I was like, well, she's no longer there, so they were probably like, yeah, we don't care great. about her. Yeah, Cesaro looks great. Uh, who else have I played as someone who has left? Um, I'm trying to think of some people. I don't think I have. Other than Cesaro. Um, but yeah, I know like, entrances look great. Gameplay is great. I started a little bit of universe mode, which in the past I would like really like never play every match. But so far I'm like on the first week of well, second week of each show. And I've played like almost every match. Cause mm-hmm. it's that entertaining, but like, it's different. Like last game, last few games, if I want to be Brock Lesnar, I'm super dominant, right? Yeah. But like, there, I'm still learning the moves, so I'm getting countered and stuff like that. Mm. And it's reverse, different reverse. counter for strikes than it is grapples. Grapples, because it's not really a reverse. I forgot what it's called, but you go into a grapple move. If they grapple you first, mm-hmm. you got to predict what they're about to do, and if you press the right button. You can reverse it, hmm. which is uh, a gamble. Uh, but you can reverse easily strikes. Um, who else have I played? Oh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. He's released. He looks great. Yeah. Really good. Um, this is a shame. <laughs> this is a shame, man. <laughs> the best he's looking, like looked and played, and then he's gone. He's gone. No longer with us. Uh, uh, there's at least about, I think, 34 or 35 people on that roster for the game that's gone. That's so sad. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'll say it here. Uh, the list say it. of uh, Jericho. DLC. Oh. Have, did you have you taken a look at it? No. I saw like a little bit. Like They have a most wanted pack. Okay. That's all I saw. I had like Cactus Jack. and Good, because there's about two that you're going to roll your eyes at. Oh, God. A kid, actually he's in it. Yeah, that's what. I was, but that's not. That's I don't not even know who that oh, is. Okay. <laughs> we always like hey, that's a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Let me. I'm gonna pull it up right now. I was trying to type WWE, but I type W E E. W E E. Hey, speaking of we, I went and uh, I went and saw Hamilton last weekend. Yeah, with my wife. That was that was a really good time. We had a wonderful while you while you pull up the uh, the DLC. Uh, that was. Uh, that was a really good weekend. We ended up going. We saw the Batman. Robert Pattinson absolutely crushed it. I need to see it. So good. And then we had a wonderful dinner where I got the steak flight. I got to try that Wagyu beef. There you go. Oh, that stuff just melts in your mouth. It was really? so good. Yes. Like, we need to go. Like, you have to try it. I want to. And uh, I want to. we'll go and get those millionaire fajitas. <laughs> With the gold? Okay, yeah. hey, man. I know that I kept on saying, I, I don't think you can eat gold, but I looked it up and there's other restaurants doing the same thing. It's weird to me, man. Mm-hmm. It's weird that you eat gold. I love gold. Whatever. It's weird and unusual. Yeah. So we had a really nice dinner. We went and did the Pixar putt, yeah. a little putt putt, um, Pixar related theme. That was, uh, that was one of my wife's favorite parts of the whole weekend. She was like, aside from Hamilton, like that was my favorite part. I was like, I'm glad y'all had a good time. Yeah, and then we went and saw Hamilton, and they absolutely crushed it. It was awesome. It was great. Hell yeah! 
Then I had to come back to reality. But we did get to watch Revolution. Which so. was great, dude. It was like, well, we'll get into it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let me, I guess I'll finish this real quick. Yeah. Okay. Bonsai Pack, April 26th. Casey Catanzaro. I thought she got released. I don't know. No, she's still there. She's still there. Uh, I think. Whoops. Okay, Casey Catanzaro. Omos. Omos. Mm-hmm. He probably can't do too much with him. Uh, <laughs> Rikishi. Umaga. Uh, Yokozuna. Most Wanted Pack, May 17th. The Boogeyman. Cactus Jack. Coming to get you. Uh, how do you say it? Ilja Dragunov? Yeah. That's awesome. Indy Hartwell. Vader. Stand Back Pack, June 7th. A Kid. Hurricane Helms. Nash Carter. Stacy Keebler. Wesley. See, what confuses me about some of these DLCs is, like, they've been on the roster for a long time. Why aren't they in the game? Yeah. It's nuts. For money? They want money? You're going to roll your eyes to the last pack. This is not the last pack, though. Clowning Around Pack, June 28th. British Bulldog. Doink the Clown. Okay. Dewdrop. Mr. T. Rick Boogs. And Ronda Rousey. That's so weird that those... That some of those characters are not on the roster that they're DLC characters. Rick Boogs for sure and Ronda Rousey. But Ronda Rousey has been out for a Even while. Even Dewdrop. She's and been on Dewdrop, the roster yeah. for a while. Okay. Get prepared. Well, I guess I guess you have to think of it as the games normally release in like October. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. I guess I wonder if they move cert- certain people up since they booted Danielson and Cole. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to rearrange the order of this so the last two people are eye rollers right now. Okay. Because they're not wrestlers. Johnny Knoxville. The whole damn pack. July 19th. Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Zia Zia Lee. Is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. Commander Aziz. Mm -hmm. L.A. Knight. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Machine Gun Kelly. I was not ready. Logan Paul. Oh, God. That's it. Well, I'm glad that I didn't get that game. <laughs> no. Even though they're DLC and I don't have to get it, I'm glad I didn't get it. I'm going to put them in a game and just beat the fuck out of Logan Paul. You do that. You enjoy that. And then I can be like uh, Kevin Owens and powerbomb uh, Machine Gun Kelly through a table. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. That was fun. Who was... Um, who's the female wrestler who comes, comes to our area a lot? She's known as the Killer Bay. Heather Monroe. Oh, okay. She posted on her social media the other day that she did the mocap for Sasha Banks's entrance. Really? Yeah. Well, and, they, yeah. And they she was like, I don't know how she does that. So that little turn that she does or whatever, so fluidly. She was like, but that was that was tough for me to get. Wow. Oh. Well, we know independent wrestlers do that. Mm-hmm. What's so funny is if you think about, there's a lot of independent wrestlers. Well, a lot of main wrestlers now who used to do that. When they're in the independence. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the DLC, which all in all is still, I think, great. Yeah. Except for the last two. Uh, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, the game's great. Uh, I've been also playing Cyberpunk. Yeah. When I can, which looks great. There's no glitches or anything. Good. Um, there is a. I want to get that service called PlayStation Now. 
it's like mm-hmm. their service, like their older games and stuff yeah. that you can play. I think like there's games from like one through PlayStation one through four that you can play or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all in all, really good. Nice. Happy with your purchase. Yes. Good deal. You know, we even happier with your other purchase because we're going to Dynamite slash Rampage in May. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, Rampage debut. Yes. Yeah. See, I told you, you just got to be a little patient. Yeah. You're coming yeah. back to Houston. No, I so. get pissed off. Motherfucker. Huh? <laughs> I know. Well, what pissed me off is all the freaking resellers, dude. Like, come on, man. That's, that's crazy. If you think about it, it's not just that. It's everything these days. People got bots, and they're going like, oh, I got to get like 10 PS5 so I can resell it, you mm-hmm. know, which is awesome for that person, but sucks for everyone else. Yep. Um, same thing with these tickets and stuff, and that's what people want to do. Yeah. So, like, I, I had gotten an email while I was at work saying, hey, tickets... Uh, Tickets for AEW Dynamite and Rampage in Houston go on sale tomorrow, but here's an exclusive pre-sale code, so you can get yours now. And so, as soon as I saw that, I clicked on the link and put in the code, and like, damn near all the tickets were gone. That was that quick then? Yeah. Well, how was it? You just got the email and you clicked on it? Yeah. Is it bots? It has to be bots. It has to be bots. Yeah. I wish... Because there was going to be some leg- legislation that they were going to try to ban something like that. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, those people are making money, but it, it really just sucks for everyone else. Yeah. Fuck. And it's like I even called the box office that day and it was just like, hey, man, like, or no, I'm sorry, it was yesterday because tickets went on sale yesterday, but I was looking at them on Thursday for the pre-sale. So on Friday when tickets went on sale... I clicked into it. And I was like, "Oh, I don't even see an option for like the VIP seats or the platinum experience, whatever they whatever they call it." I guess they're just doing away with that, which kind of stinks. God, times have changed. <laughs> two thousand eight, two thousand nine, whatever WrestleMania twenty nine or twenty five was. Sorry, twenty five. Uh, went down to our local mall, and we had a CD sh- uh, shop called Fye, mm-hmm. and that's where I bought. Yeah. The WrestleMania tickets. Gone are those days. Yes. Standing outside mm-hmm. the, the Ticketmaster box office. Mm-hmm. But uh, fortunately, I got some tickets, and then I was like, well, let me let me look at the, the resellers and see what they have, and found some better seats. I mean, people like that don't have any shame just no. because they're making the money. Yeah. And so I uh, found some better seats, ended up getting those, and then I'll be selling... The seats that we originally got, so which actually weren't too bad, all things considered. Yeah. But uh, I know we wanted to be up close and personal, so and that's exactly where we'll be. We'll be right up, right up in the action. I'm looking forward to it. So originally we were in section 115. If we were you think be about like right it, though, it does take the fun out of it. It's like those motherfuckers just like pick it up and it's like, Oh, now I have to go through you and like pay double mm-hmm. just to fucking get it. Like, yeah, it just pisses me off, man. Mm-hmm. We just can't have anything nice. Cause people just want to be assholes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one way to put it. But, uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised that they didn't have any kind of, uh, I guess once we get closer, yes, there's no VIP, but I guess once we get closer, I wonder if there's going to be a meet and greet. I hope so. I'm sure that they'll do it similar to how they did it the last time we went, where it was like, I, you know, 50 bucks and you can meet a super, one of the 
wrestlers of your choice. I think Sammy would be there again. Maybe Sammy. <laughs> I saw someone comment there was like, man, it would be the ultimate troll heel move if he proposed again in Houston. <sighs> that would be fucked up. Yeah. Because it was just August. Yeah. He proposed to Pam. Mm-hmm. Man. And, and now then, what? How many months later did he? Now they've got tattoos, each other's name tattooed on them. Poor Pam. I know. Like I'm curious. I'm really curious as to what the situation was that led to the broke up, the breakup. Yeah. Like, cause if if he was like, cause they are they Sammy, were high school sweethearts. Yeah, they were. And Sammy released a statement being like, "Ty got me through one of the most difficult times." So it's like, what happened? Like, was he pressured to proposing? Was, oh, who knows? Was maybe she unhappy, and he was like, "Well, this will, you know, this might change things and make it better." Or, like, I'm, I'm really curious. <coughs> or did he just fall out of love with her? Because I don't know, man. So people have been shitting on them. Oh yeah recently what's what's crazy i don't know if you read this so i think ty uh sent out a tweet mm-hmm. to cody so i wish she would come back oh, something yeah. along the is it the did she say the fans are shitting on them or something along those lines and he was like uh, just keep going yeah just keep going and stuff like that because you know how everyone turned on cody everyone is turning on well is it is people turning on tie i think but are they turning on well i think the fans are kind of getting a little tired of seeing them making out all the time oh okay on uh on social media and uh and their vlogs and all that because it's like it's a lot like it's a lot i've been watching the vlog so he's been making out with her on the vlog well it's like they're constantly kissing constantly i love you so much and like all that i need to see it because if i don't know if it's like if it is like fake or it's like in your face like look at us you know but it, it maybe it's kind so- of it is a little like it can come across as look how in love we are which is great but it's also a little obnoxious because it's constant like they're filming you know they're filming at the beach they're filming at this location they're filming at dynamite and but it's like every time that they're at one of these locations they have to show how in love they are and so it's like like I watched one episode of the vlog and I was like, "All right, we get it. You are in love. You know, congratulations. You know, happy blessings or whatever." But uh, it's just weird because it's. I feel like they're moving so fast because, like, one of the one of the rules in tattooing is you never get a girlfriend or boyfriend's name tattooed on you. Never. Like even if like even if they're a spouse, you don't do that. Yeah. Because you never know what's gonna happen. Like family members, yes. Because, you know, they're there forever, no matter what. I'm looking at the screen, and these articles, oh, those are forums. I thought they were yeah. articles, because I was like, wrestling, wrestling, why does that say Batman? The Batman was really amazing. Why, why are they talking about a Batman article? That's how good it was. <laughs> it's worth a news article on a wrestling website. Um, so, yeah, Cody told him to keep on going. Uh, so we will see how they do. We just seen that. I don't know if we want to jump the gun, but uh, Sammy lost the title. He did. Um, did you see this coming? 
Not really, to be honest. It's actually a nice surprise because I think um, uh, what's his name? Scorpio yeah, Sky. Scorpio Sky deserves it. I've been saying this from the get go. I was like, he needs to be TNT champion. Yeah. You remember me saying like mm-hmm. at the beginning, I was like, he needs to be. Yeah. And I'm glad they're pulling the trigger. And I get you have your rotations of people and stuff like that, but man, I think Sammy's. I'm a Sammy. Scorpio signed. I think early just i think he was before sammy i think scorpio mm. scorpio sky and kaz and daniels uh daniels all signed i think before sammy yeah i think i could be wrong or maybe they're around the same time but um i think they were all day one were they all day one yeah because they were all on the first uh episode of dynamite because okay, that's so when inner circle formed one, okay but um i was like man put a title on him mm-hmm. um because i think he's late 30s I think Scorpio uh, Sky. Yeah, so I was like, you know, he's only have a certain amount of time. But people go into their forties and wrestle. But um, thirty eight. Yeah. So I was like, come on, you need to do something. He's very talented. He won that uh, that ladder match when he got the ring, mm-hmm. and then he, then he lost his title match, or whatever. And then I was like, eh. Then he would like go in and out and do different things. He was a hill, and then he finally got with uh, uh, Ethan Page, and then. They're on and off doing great stuff, but I don't know. Uh, so, I guess, are we now going to have a Sammy and Ty feud with uh, Scorpio Sky and Paige Van Zant? It, it's looking like they're that's the way that they're going. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Let's get into into Revolution, because that was uh, all Holy in all... shit. It's like five... Four or five matches are the uh, night of the uh, match of the night yeah. contenders. Yeah, all in all, it was a really good, uh, really good pay per view. I, s- I saw an article that's like, did uh, AEW's Revolution out Mania Mania? <laughs> Maybe because <laughs> this was a damn good pay per view. Um, there weren't any, excuse me, <laughs> there weren't any bad matches uh, in the pay per view, but there were certainly a couple of cooldowns. And, yeah, for sure, for sure. And it showed in the crowd as well because they were exhausted by the end of it. Um, the pre-show saw Layla Hirsch defeat Chris Statlander. Mm-hmm. Hook defeated QT Marshall. Man, the crowd is so behind Hook. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny. Uh, we got to see House of Black, which, in a small note, my wife got me a, a cameo from, from Malachi Black for my anniversary. Pretty cool gift. Mm-hmm. Shout out to... Don't call me Bear. Hey, Bear, for the assist. Who were some other suggestions you threw out? Or were you just like, dude, uh, just There were two. Uh, I, I had a look at the website. Um, Darby Allen. Nice. That would have been cool, too. I'm, I'm kind of happy with uh, with what I got. That was yeah. a good call on that one. Thank you for helping my wife. No problem. Um, so House of Black went up against Pac, Penta, Oscuro, and Eric Redbeard. Eric Redbeard. You know why they call him Eric Redbeard? Because he has a red beard. Well, his let's just not lead to assumptions. <laughs> and his name's Eric. <laughs> his name is Eric. Yes. That's he exactly right. <laughs> and he just happens to have a red beard. Eric Blackbeard. Uh, so House of Black ended up winning that because the house always wins. Duh. Come on now. Uh, we started the show off with Eddie Kingston versus Chris Great Jericho. Call. Great freaking call, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had hopes that Eddie Kingston was 
going to be able to pull off the victory, and sure enough, he did. Well, he came out with an intensity. He, like, power walked down the ring. Yeah. Integrity, and, uh, intensity, and intelligence. He just, like, he doesn't need to be a character. He just be, he just be himself. Yeah. And the crowd's always going to be for Eddie. Mm-hmm. Look at every match that he's had. They've cheered Eddie over everyone. There were some conflicting cheers with certain people like CM Punk and Eddie. Certain things that Punk would do, they booed Punk. Yeah. Um, same for Jericho. Uh, same for everyone, really. Um, but he got the win. But, dude, they beat the fuck out of each other. <laughs> they really which did. Which was great. They even started the match with that half-and-half half suplex. Dude, I thought that fucked up Jericho's neck. Yeah, me too. And he has just come out of the gate just be straight fucking brutal, man. And it's awesome. Yeah. I love the fact that Eddie Kingston was like, come on, like, freaking hit me. If you're going to yeah, hit yeah. me, hit me. Yeah. Like, quit holding back. Oh, um, uh, but he, he won with a stretch plum. Yeah. Made Jericho tap out. Because he's, Kingston's a brawler, but his influences are people from, like, Japan. And, and mm-hmm. I said Japan. Japan. And um, so he, he likes to do certain moves and stuff. Like, you'll see him. I don't know if he did it in this match, but he likes to do side suplexes and stuff like that. And then he was doing the stretch plum. Man, every time. Tap with a stretch plum. Every time I hear that now, I think of Doug going, Saito suplex. I know. <laughs> and then you're going, oh, God. <laughs> so, so Kingston gets the win. Jericho refuses to shake the hand of Eddie Kingston after yeah. he said he would. Um, so that led into the further storyline on oh. Dynamite that they... Oh. Sorry, he his eye. Oh, yeah. Kingston's eye swelled up pretty bad during the match. I don't know if you saw his... I don't know which social media account, but he was like, this is not ballet. We get yeah. hurt. You it's know? not. His eye was swollen. Like, goddamn. Yeah, and so uh, so that led over to Dynamite, or bled over to Dynamite, where um, you know, Jericho, and like this is one of the things that I hate, because like, I'm at work, and so I don't get to watch Dynamite live. I wanted to say and so, certain things, so I didn't. Yeah. yeah, and so like I'd pull up Facebook, and then I, I interact with AEW stuff so much that it now it Pops appears first it's thing. first. Like, fuck. And so, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I'm like, damn it. You got to block it. <sighs> I don't want to. <laughs> but, um, yeah, or I just need to stay off social media when I'm at work. But, you know, whatever. Um, so uh, it turned out that, uh, you know, Jericho invited Kingston to the ring. Said, hey, man, I'd like to shake your hand. And... Uh, Man, the promo from Kingston, it's I love that it's so heartfelt, you know. He's like, That's "Hey him. man." That's him. Yeah. The fact that he was like, "Hey man, you know, after after Rampage last last week, I wanted to just go into the hotel, grab a couple bottles and just chug them." But he got I didn't. into his head. Yeah. And so uh he was like, "You know, we did that fan interaction thing and people came up and they're like, "Dude, you have saved my life." And he was like, "I owe them. Like I owe, you know, it's my responsibility to be strong for them and continue uh the path that I'm on and uh that's what I did. So I did all this for them." And I love the fact that he shut down the what chance. Yeah. You know, he's like, "Dude, Steve Austin's not here tonight. No, you know, give me a give me a chance to speak." Yeah. And they did. So I really appreciate the fact that he does that he can do that and he can be so heartfelt and so genuine in the ring, and it's 
like it's what I love really about wrestling is that it's not coming across so scripted and so fake. And it's just, Oh, let me recite some lines that I remembered before coming out here. And you know, like the ones who go out there and are just like, I'm going to win the championship at the, at, at insert pay-per-view name. I mean, at survivor series. Yeah. Like I can't stand I'm, that. I'm just so happy that, Kingston is getting this mm-hmm. because he's been with different promotions and for a certain amount of time it's worked and then different things happen. He had to either be fired or let go or he mm-hmm. left. And, and if you read that players uh, tribune article or whatever, I did um, not like, I forgot where he was. I think he was in like overseas when the, like the pandemic first hit and he had to like, uh, I don't know if he he got back and then he had to sell his gear mm. to make make payments on stuff and then that's when that uh thing where he like well first of all he was at an independent show and that's when he called out Cody in which so, someone showed that to Cody mm. that's when they brought him in and he he was pretty bitter he didn't think that he would you know get a job or whatever he was like it's just a paycheck whatever yeah but it, I'm just glad that he's he's gotten this chance and I think about about his history and everything, I think that Tony Khan loves him so much that this is going to be his home until mm-hmm. he retires. Yeah. And the fans absolutely love him they as love well. Him for sure. Like, even when he's a heel, they can't help but cheer him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a great match, a great story. And, uh, like I said, Jericho apologized and went to shake his hand. And, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, my next still killing me from from everything that you did and then we got to see uh who was it 2.0 2.0 they came out and like even though i knew like i knew what was going to happen because like i said i saw it on facebook so i was able to like pay attention to the details you know it's kind of like after you watch the murder mystery movie you go back and watch it and you know who the killer is now and so you watch for all the little clues and stuff the way that they handled it was like genius. Because, yeah. like, instead of hitting Jericho, they like throw him down. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my neck. Oh. And I, so, I noticed that. Yeah. And so, like, one of them is just like over him. He's not like hitting him, but he's just like standing over him, like holding him down while Kingston's getting beat up. And I was like, that's brilliant. Because to the, to the casual fan who didn't know, like, oh man, he, he, you know, Jericho's neck is hurting, and he's, and he, you know, they don't want to like do too much damage, but you know, they're they're make they're making sure that he stays down so that they can take out Kingston. Yeah, clearly they're t- they're targeting Kingston. Well, then um, Santana and Ortiz run down. They got a baseball bat in hand. They fend off 2.0. Um, they uh, they hand Jericho the bat as they've got one of the members of 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. And uh, and Jericho turns, yes, hits uh, Santana or Ortiz. I forget which one. I was just surprised about one thing. Uh, okay, so I didn't know where they were going with this Danielson and Moxley thing. Like, oh, we can have this group. I thought you know they were gonna go this way. Like maybe they get Daniel Garcia. Nope. Mm-hmm. Because this. Um, so once they beat him down, and then uh, uh, Hager Hager comes out. I'm like, what are you doing, man? He's a little, you know, he doesn't understand. Then he turns to. Yeah, he joins in. 
So the fact that they, so it's so inner circle is no more clearly. Through the jackets down. Through the jackets time. down. So you've got Hager and Jericho, and now you have 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, which I think this is really good because when Dynamite first started, it was Hager, who's an established guy, Jericho is an established guy, Santana and Ortiz, to the casual wrestling fan, they might not know of their work from Impact. So it's a chance. it was a chance for them to grow, plus you've got the young upstarter in Sammy Guevara. So that's three guys that can be elevated, yeah. you know, standing next to a Jericho and Hager who were established WWE, former WWE guys, yeah. right? Well, now Santana, Ortiz, and Sammy are established guys in AEW. Okay, they can now go on their way. Let's do it again. Yes. So you bring in 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia is going to be the up and coming, you know, guy. And you got another tag team to to have on TV more frequently. I just to get thought the... that Daniel Garcia would be under the learning tree of Brian Danielson. Yeah. And he still might be. Just on screen, he's with Jericho. Yeah. The Jericho Appreciation Society. That's <laughs> entertainment. So, what do people in what AEW now? dislike? Sports entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm going to shove Jericho. This is good. Trying to work over smart marks. Sports entertainment down your fucking throat. You're gonna be sports entertained. Yes, I was so I was so sports entertained. That's gonna piss people off. That's mm-hmm. great. You know what I mean? It's like we wanted wrestling in our sports entertainment. Yeah. In WWE. What and then in AEW, we just want wrestling. And you and you're gonna try to give us sports entertainment? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. One of the things I felt about Revolution and Dynamite <laughs> is that once Revolution ended. They kind of like hit the reset button on a lot of things. Dynamite was a was a crammed packed oh, episode yeah. <clears throat> of like new chapters. Oh my god, yes. Can I just say one of the new chapters? Yeah. I don't know if you have it written down. Why did FTR boot Tolly? Right? What's it all of a sudden it's about family instead of winning the titles? What's going on there? Yeah, so what the hell is going on? I don't know. Are you setting up still for Briscoes and FTR? What the fuck? Come on, I want that. I heard that Turner Media, TNT, and TBS don't want the Briscoes on television. Oh, God damn it. And it's because of those comments years back that they made. Um, so They could do it on a, uh, ROH, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. So uh, back, ah. over to, uh, back over to Ramp. Yeah, so if we see it, it's, you know. It's not going to be on Dynamite or uh, or Rampage. I'll watch on ROH. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> it's like you're settling. All right. As long <laughs> as I get to see it, I guess. Um, so back over to Revolution. We got to see uh, the AEW Tag Team Championships on the line. Jungle Boy Luchasaurus versus Young Bucks versus Red Dragon. Dragon! There was a lot of Red Dragon and, and Young Bucks helping each other. Then mm-hmm. like one would pin... The Luchasaurus or Jungle Boy, the other one would like kick him and like, no, you can't. What are do you this. doing? Yeah, what are you doing? <gasps> we had an agreement. Yep. Um, lot of lot of action in this match. I'll tell you what. Who's funny? Who's mm. really funny? Even on like uh, being the elite, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, he was. He was very animated uh, throughout this match. He's hysterical. So, um, like, even with being the elite, he's like. Like, he'll look at the camera like, 
What are you doing, Landon? He keeps saying Landon instead <laughs> of Brandon. <clears throat> it's not Brandon. It's Landon. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, really good match. A lot of fun. Um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus end up getting the win. And one of the things I was thinking about is as much and i'm gonna i'm gonna sound like a fanboy here for aew here i'm gonna yeah a little bit of a mark um sorry as yeah as much as people complain about oh they're just bringing in wwe guys all they're doing is bringing in wwe guys if you look at their championship roster right now it's nothing but like aew original talent yeah i mean you can say yeah hangman adam page came from ring of honor but like since day one, he's been AEW. Yeah. So Scorpio, Scorpio Sky, AEW. Jade Cargill, AEW. Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, AEW Originals. Yeah. Like Britt Baker as well. Even though this is not considered, but FTW. Yeah. Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, and, and there's going to come a, a time where uh, a prominent WWE figure is probably going to win the main championship. Sure. I'm gonna well, say, I mean, you look at Jericho. He was the first ever, but yeah. <laughs> that was the star that you needed to get the company going. Like, I think one point in time we may have Danielson or Punk have the main championship. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure we will. I think Punk is going to probably have the main championship for Danielson right now. Yeah, and one of the things I was thinking about the other day is AEW is like three years old now, and there have been a total of four world champions. Holy shit, it's three years old and I have a three-year-old? <laughs> You're old as AEW, right? Grace. Damn. I know. But, like, you look at you look at how WWE was a few years back, where yeah. it was just like, all right, you get a six-week title run, then we're going to give it back, then we're going to go to this person and go to give it back to you and all that. Like, the, they were hot-shotting the title. Like, they didn't have long-standing champions like they do with Roman Reigns now. Yeah. They didn't have that. Yeah, but that's the only one that... Well, every now and then, they'll do stuff like that. They don't do it often. Like, yeah. look at Punk. You yeah. know, when he did that, and then they had to have someone beat Punk's title uh, reign after yeah. he left because, you know, Vince McMahon shoving it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll do that every so often. They don't do it, like, all the time. Yeah. So, I just... I think it's really cool that, you know, they, they give lengthy title runs to to the folks yeah uh one thing i forgot to mention because i don't understand why he came out but in the pre-show whatever don Callis, yeah coming out uh to kenny omega's music yeah i think that was just to like troll the fans for a little bit and remind people kenny omega's still out there yeah maybe he's getting ready for a return he's like we may have adam cole to be a transitional champion he'll get it then he'll drop it to give it to the best champion ever kenny omega Mm -hmm. which another tease of uh, Cole and Red Dragon versus the Elite. So. Yeah. After that, we got to see the <clears throat> Face of the Revolution ladder match. Keith Lee, Christian Cage, Powerhouse Hobbs, Orange Cassidy, Holy Wardlow, Ricky Starks. fucking shit. There's yeah. a lot going on in this match. What's a good going way. on? And Lots of big men slapping meat. Yeah, they teased it like two or three times, the three big guys, and then they'll get like face-to-face to face with each other, mm-hmm. and uh, and then that would get broken up, but Holy crap, I can't even remember some of the spots, but they were all crazy. I know Orange Cassidy hurt his shoulder or arm? His shoulder, I believe. Yeah, so uh, Orange Cassidy would be out of action for a little bit because that, that spot itself was pretty pretty is, nasty. I guess Ricky Starks is all right. 
Yeah. Because he got power bombed weirdly. Yeah. On that, uh, ladder. Mm hmm. Um, uh, this is exclusive. I only knew about this through Jericho's podcast. Yeah, but, um, uh, Keith Lee, this is his very first ladder match. Wow. Ever. That's crazy. According to him. Yeah. So, I think he, I think he did good. Um, Everyone played their part, and it was just great. I don't know what else to add. But big hits, high spots, holy shit moments. Yeah, um, we had a, a cursing going on. Curse, yes, very, by, uh, very nice. Dan Housen, very cast. <laughs> uh, and Wardlow picking up the win, dude. That was the turn. Yeah, for him. Well, well, no, 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 no. The turn <laughs> came later that night. Yes. But holy shit, you know, dude, mm-hmm. people love Wardlow. Absolutely, they do. And I think what he's about like the same age as I think Scorpio Sky. Uh, no, we'll find out right now. I thought he's 38, 37, 38. <clears throat> 34. So he's four years younger, okay. but he still. Was, he's older than I thought he was. I yeah. thought he was like early, this like super early war. 30. He's just a year older than me. Yeah. Um, and he looks way better than me. Uh, <laughs> looks a hell of a lot better than me. He's a year younger than me too. Uh, oh, you want to go into that next? I'm just getting it ready. Sorry, okay. get ready. Uh, but we no, it was a great match. Uh, I actually. All right, now let's talk about this. No, I'm kidding. I, I mean, Wardlow deserved it. There's a lot of people who deserved it, but I actually picked Keith Lee. But mm-hmm. everything is great. I think Wardlow is the right choice. Um, Even though he may get screwed over by MJF, I'm I'm expecting him to. Because <clears throat> it to makes be sense honest. if they're doing Scorpio Sky versus Wardlow, yeah. Hill versus Hill. Well, I know he's turned. Oh yeah, he's face now, now. But yeah, I get it. Yeah, you can't have face versus face for the TNT Championship. So they probably took the title off of Sammy to give to Scorpio Sky to maybe have him lose. Because uh, there was that whole bit about, you know, hey, I'll even let you keep the title. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, I want that title now. <clears throat> you son of a bitch, you screwed me over. Yeah, he's going to, I want that title now, yeah. <clears throat> That's how it's going to go. Yeah. Mark my words. Hey, let, you, let's let's talk about this. Let's, Jigs, uh, man. let's talk about, we're watching AEW Revolution, and we see Tony Schiavone. Skivone. 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 Uh, on the ramp, mm-hmm. and he has uh, a clipboard with a contract <laughs> in his hand, and he turns it towards the camera. I'm like, God damn it, Tony! You can see Swerve on it. Yeah, like you just fucking ruined the surprise. Like they didn't, they didn't have to have it legit on yeah, there. You don't they have could... to have yeah the paper. Like you have an earpiece. Just tell him it's Swerve. Yeah, just this. Next time, just have like a, a menu of a restaurant or something. I don't know. <laughs> right? Uh, the backstage catering throw list people or something. Off by, you know, you can um, get something at Red Lobster. I don't know. But, uh, <sighs> yeah. So, it was Swerve. But I forgive you, Tony, because I have much love, love for you. Tony uh, Shivani. We love you, Uncle Tony. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, do you think uh, Swerve will get lost in the shuffle like uh, a Tony Nice? Or no. a uh, Jay Lethal. No, I think I think Swerve Strickland 
is a major prospect, a future star. Um, this is probably a third person, but age, please. Let's look up age. Son of a bitch. That's a good age. <laughs> Looking up. I'm still agitated they're not doing anything with Jay Lethal. 31. 31, that's a good age. That's a great um, age. Yeah, no, I'm agitated. I know I know Lethal's older, but I'm, I want him to be doing stuff. Yeah. Tony Nese, I don't give a fucking shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's kind of where I am. Like, that's that's that was one of those pickups where I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is just like a temporary thing or if they'll just have him be sort of like an enhancement talent. Here's a person that you may have forgotten because he's hurt. Uh, Tony Atlas. Yeah. Uh, dope. Sorry. Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas. Not Tony Atlas. <laughs> Wrong person. But they signed him and he got hurt in his first match. Yeah. I think he was. he's young, too. Yeah, very. Um but I think Swerve has the look, the charisma, the swagger. You know, he's already got the catchphrase. Like, oh, good yeah. lord, he's over with the crowd. For sure. As soon as he walked in, they're chanting, "Who's house Swerve's house?" I'm Who's quite house? curious, and maybe people know this. I don't, because uh, Swerve said he's worked with Tony Schiavone before. Hmm. It's like you know, I'm like, wouldn't they work together? Probably on an indie indie promotion Probably or so, something. So. But the fact that he came from Lucha Underground, went to NXT, you know, started climbing up the ranks, started growing in popularity, and then WWE was like, nah, just cut him. Like, that to me was like, dude, like, you've got a star on your hands, mm-hmm. a future star, and you're you're cutting him loose. Yeah. I wonder how many people throughout the years uh, Vince has done that to, either because of money or... Or one little tiny thing a wrestler has done. Like, I don't mm-hmm. really like him because of this. Let's let him go. Yeah. Like, some, over some petty-ass shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so Swerve Strickland is now all elite. My gosh. Yeah. The, signing, now. the signings just keep coming. Which, I know we talked to me, you and Doug, about that. Like, I, I still get that gut feeling. Like, it just irks me a little bit that he's signing all these people and i get it he's giving them jobs and stuff like that it's just he has a vision you know and i just don't see it we don't we don't see it yet because we just don't know but i'm just so worried about little because we don't have that kind of money yeah we don't <laughs> i just don't want AEW to crack yeah you know what i mean because i love it so much mm-hmm. um after that we got to see jade cargill versus ty conti oh my gosh she looks like a superhero <laughs> or a mortal Kombat character Oh, I can't believe Jr. said that. I cracked the fuck up. Like, yeah, <laughs> come that on, was really Jr. Good. But no, um, yeah, man. This was, even though this was a kind of a cooldown match, but it was still great. Um, she's very dominant, Jade Cargill, and mm-hmm. um, just looks really great. And I know she still has some stuff to learn, but she has the persona. She has that swagger. Um, she has the size. She has the strength, and you know she's learning with. You know, in the moves and stuff like that. So yeah. she's she's on her way, and I think it's still a good thing they put the belt on her. Yeah. Um, one of the things I was thinking about before you got here this morning is I was thinking about when they would talk about wrestlers of yesteryear, like walking through the airport, how they couldn't hide who they were because they were like big stars, you know, yeah. and their their size is physically demanding and all that, and they're um, 
you know, they're like, oh, wrestlers today, they're smaller, they're slimmer, they can, you know, put a baseball hat on and sunglasses and no one recognizes them or whatever. Jade Cargill is one of those breakout stars. Like, you see her in in an airport and you're like, if you even if you don't watch wrestling, you're like, wow. Yeah, who's that? Yeah. Um, it's, the, you know, the hair, the looks, the... The muscular tone. Oh my gosh. She is like yeah. jacked. Yeah, she is. And, you know, she carries herself. And it's it's crazy. Because, like, I saw some of the pictures that they posted. Like, the fan access show mm-hmm. or whatever before the pay-per-view. And the way that she carries herself with the fans and the interactions. Just from the pictures, it's like she cares that the fans care. That's awesome. And it's like, yeah, she portrays this. It's almost Stephanie McMahon-ish, where like on screen she's like this total bitch, and yeah. you know I'm the boss, or whatever. No one's gonna tell me what to do. But then you see them behind the scenes, and like they're just so caring. And you know she's a mother, and so like anytime she sees a little girl, she's like she gets down on her knee to like make eye contact oh, directly, and, awesome. and is talking to her. Like I even saw one of the pictures where she like picks up a girl and puts her on her shoulder. And it's just like, yeah, That's you know, awesome. So I'm like, she's definitely like, and I know she has that that character like I'm a bitch, but I and I think she's still a role model. Absolutely, and her the only thing that she's kind of lacking is that in ring ability. Yeah, but you have to think she's 29 and 0 right now because she's had 29 matches total yeah. in her career. Yeah. So she is twenty nine matches into her career. She is going to grow. I I actually like watching this evolution. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. Like mm-hmm. at first I was like, eh. I mean, she's really really green and stuff like that. But she's really coming along. Yeah, and I think she's awesome. And then the, the her with smart Mark Sterling. It's actually a good combination. It's a really good pair. It is. They work well with each other. Yeah, and I think she's. Uh, also being trained by Brian Danielson. Which, that is a big fucking plus. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's going to be, in the next few years, she's going to be the fucking woman to beat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she's doing great now, but... Well, she's already being compared to Goldberg, which she finds which that's very great. flattering. I mean, yeah, that is very flattering. You know? Her entrance but, was kick-ass. But my thing is, she'll probably be a better wrestler than Goldberg. <laughs> She will be a better wrestler than Goldberg. Give her, yeah, give her, give her a sure. year or two for sure. Start honing in the craft and all that. Hell she's, yeah, she's gonna be a huge star. Yeah, but she went up against Ty Conti, started with the kiss of death. <laughs> a lot of fans weren't expecting that. <laughs> like, wait a minute, like, even Jr. What the hell? <laughs> um, is, is this wrestling or makeup? I wish, I wish you were like, whoa. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, Mommy, what is that? It was a it was a fairly short match, but it was a yeah it was a very good win for Cargill for sure. Um, so you know, like I said, it was kind of a cool down match, but it also wasn't because it had people talking. You know, after that, we got to see the dog collar match: CM Punk, I would Maxwell say Jacob Friedman. The match of the night. But I would agree. Well, but there was a lot of them that you can make arguments for. Yeah, but. This one, holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so I'm not su- super familiar with, like, I-, I know of punk stuff in ROH, but, like, 
Doug was there and like I didn't know. He was freaking out. Yeah, like he was I, loving it. I didn't know that he Punk used to come out to AFI. Yeah. But I knew that he used to wear the shorts and that jacket. I mm-hmm. knew that because I've seen some of his matches. But that was I I had goosebumps too. And yeah. I was like, this shit's great, man. And um I don't want to jump the gun, but I am. Jump the uh, gun. Did you watch the scrum? I watched some did of you it. See him crying. Yeah, Mark? he's very emotional. He's very heartfelt about yeah. how happy he was that Tony Khan is the one who has the Ring of Honor library. Yeah, that and just like he's like, that's my baby. In, in general, it was a good night for him. Yeah, and it's just. Well, I don't know too. about good. Like he got hit in the back well, with, the, with those a chain. Wrestlers like that shit. I mean, they don't like it, like it. But I mean, part of the story and everything. It's he was beaming. Yeah, you know, but um, holy shit, yeah, they beat the fuck out of each other. One one thing I've noticed that Max really hit him fucking hard with the <laughs> chain on his back and left the mark. And yeah, if you watched it, Punk was protecting him when he was hitting him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he didn't fucking protect you well, man. Nope. Hit him with the chain too and get a chain mark on him. Yeah, <laughs> but they did bring out tax and make him bleed. I like the part where Max got the mic. And it's like, why don't you just fucking quit like you did on me years ago? And you hit him and he, <laughs> eat shit, the, Max. Yeah, eat shit, Max. <laughs> it was it was great. Um, I don't know what else to say. You got anything else to add? It was brutal. It was violent. It was bloody. Oh, Good he, Lord, he it was bled bloody. like early on. Yeah, Punk did. And I'm like, oh God, here we go again because he bled the dynamite before. Mm-hmm. So. Um, very great match. Um, it was a bloodbath. <laughs> it was a bloodbath. But we can say that Wardlow, yeah, thank you. Wardlow <laughs> came down with a smile on his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, you know, give me the ring. He's looking for the ring. Couldn't find it anywhere. Daggummit. I checked, knew I had it in one pockets, of these pockets. Right? Every pocket. These so, fancy suits. You know, they got so many dang pockets in yeah, them. Yeah, I know. Tell me, too many pockets, man. And then, and then MJF was pissed. And he's like, what are you doing? CM like, Punk took him out, and then he was like, "Oh, I remember. It was in this pocket. That coming the right there for him. Yeah, sets it didn't, on the ring apron. Yeah, didn't give it to him. Just put it right there. Yeah, it walked away. The crowd went nuts for that shit. That mm-hmm. was the turn. Heck yeah, that was the that was the moment where he turned face for sure. He was like, oh, you know, oh man, I had it right here. So, um, <laughs> oops, silly me. <laughs> this is kind of in a storyline, but not. But like, think about it." A three-year fucking storyline just turned mm-hmm. from Wardlow. You know that's yep. crazy. Yep, you don't see that shit anymore. Long-term storytelling. Yep. Like trust the process, man. Great, great, great stuff. So he hit him with the ring, and uh, this is after tax. There's still tax on the ground. Didn't he do it? Go to sleep to him, and he fell in tax. Yeah, and then he pinned him. Yeah. Poor ref. Every single time there's <laughs> and it's not yeah, it's like they always and like thumbtacks in the hand. Why can't they just like do a count like from a distance? Gotta be on there. You gotta be in the position, man. To see if he does kick out. Mm-hmm. You have to be right there. But you're gonna fucking slam your hand in attacks. Yep. And he Ugh. did too. <laughs> you can see him he like shook his hand like, like Fuck ow. Shit. Part of the part of the, the game, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after that, we got to see Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, going up against Thunder Rosa. And the crowd was definitely 
chilled out for this. Like they this were is chilled for cool this, out. and they were kind of hype and chilled for the Danielson Moxley. It yeah, was kind of back and forth. But um, I'm forgetting certain things about this match. Can you walk us through? Uh, are you forgetting stuff too? Well, I mean, Britt Baker cheated a lot. Um, so Thunder Rosa got kind of screwed out of the the title. A lot of people were expecting her to uh, expecting yeah. Thunder Rosa to win here. Uh, I was I myself was kind of expecting it, but uh, once they announced that uh, you know the St. Patrick's Day Slam or whatever is going to be in San Antonio, it made more sense. Yeah, it's like okay, they're gonna they're probably gonna do it there, yeah. and it looks like that's what they're building towards because uh, this week on Dynamite. Layla Hirsch lost to Thunder Rosa, so Thunder Rosa will face Britt Baker in a steel cage on Dynamite in San Antonio in front of her hometown. So, be on the lookout. It's time for her to pass the title on. Yeah. I mean, I think they've gone just about as far as they can with Britt Baker for right now. It's a great run. It it was a very good run. Still very popular. But I feel like it's kind of just like coasted. And now it's kind of like, uh, okay, we're, we're, we're slowing down, reaching the end of this journey. Time for Thunder Rosa to pick it up and, and start going. Um, and I don't know how long of a title reign she'll have, but, you know, hopefully it'll be it'll be a good one. Um, but Britt Baker ended up beating Thunder Rosa here to retain her title. Then we got John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. Which was a great match, but there was like some holds and there was a lot of beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like there's a lot of ups and downs when it comes to like the crowd. Yeah. Um, dude, I'm trying to remember stuff too. <laughs> People are like, oh, it was a good match. You don't remember shit? Like, dude, I have a lot of stuff going on. It's been a week <laughs> too. Yeah. Um, We've watched other add? wrestling since well, then. Anything else you can add before the ending? Um, I, I just remember loving the match. Yeah. Like I even got up the next morning and watched it again, oh, uh, nice. just because my wife missed it. And so I was like, well, I'll watch it with you. I'll, I have no problem watching. Oh, it. That's cool. So it was really good. It was just very hard hitting. I loved the, uh, the attitude between both guys. Just, let's just go out there and just beat up on one another. Yeah. You know, like <clears throat> that's all the storytelling you need. Like, I'm just going to hit you. You're going to hit me. I swear. Like the, when uh, Moxley pinned Danielson, it was weird. It was a very was, unique was pin. Weird. So it kind of leaves it as, yeah, he got the win, but so but, it, it'll it can set up for for yeah. later stuff. So after the match, they they brawled for a little bit. Refs had to try and pull him apart, and then out of freaking nowhere, William Regal shows up. I'm like, oh shit! I don't know if you stood up. Me and Daniel, I mean, me and Daniel, me and Doug stood up. Like, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. It was yeah, it was, great. That was a huge moment. Gets up in the ring, slaps Moxley in the face, gets gets blood on his face from being so close to Moxley. Danielson's like cracking up. He's like, he yeah, like, slap hug, him. Hug, hug. Regal turns around, slaps him in the face. His he's facial like, expressions, like, <gasps> yeah, like it was great. He was like, you need to shake your hands, like shake each other's hands now, like y'all are. Great wrestler. I mean, he didn't say mm-hmm. this or anything like that, but um, code of honor, sir. Code of honor. By the way, that I, I just let it go, but uh, that dynamite. William Regal was rambling. <laughs> he <laughs> was, was, but this is and he apologized for it as well. But no, I didn't like hate it, hate it. But I was like, you're rambling. <laughs> but uh, I mean, this is first time to cut a promo mm-hmm. in years. Yeah, 
So, I mean, he- aside from going war games, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Board games. Board games. Um, Board laser. But yeah, no, everyone was so pumped that William Regal was there. Mm-hmm. So it's He's all elite. It's a wonderful mind to have oh, backstage. Fuck yes. And it's a good character to have on There's screen as well. Two people that were recently released, and we got one of them. Now we need to get the other one. Who's the other? Samoa Joe. Yeah, that's a good one. I was also thinking Cesaro. Oh, and Cesaro. It's going to be weird, though. In real life, Kingston can't stand him. Mm-hmm. But we have people who don't like each other in this. In this, like, Colt Cabana and Punk uh, are not friends anymore. Uh, uh, Kingston doesn't like Punk. Yeah. Um, and I know Kingston doesn't like Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, we got the uh, Trios Tornado Tag Team Match. Try saying that five times fast. Sting, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara versus Matt Hardy, Andrade, El Idolo, and Isaiah Cassidy. This was fast and hard-hitting. You would think that this was going to be just like a cool-down match. No. This was like spot-fest galore. It was great, except for the ending. Fighting through the crowd. Oh, my gosh. It was great. And, like, uh, I watched Sting, the scrum, talk about this. And he said he had a blast. Even when he did, he jumped off. Oh, my God. Yeah. Has Sting ever done something like that before? maybe but not to my knowledge oh my gosh dude this is so freaking cool with all these guys man yeah even the two slow guys uh <laughs> matt hardy and sting uh sorry Boy, i tell you sting diving off on yeah. the, through those tables that was pretty well, nuts I mean, the spanish like fly on through the table as well the other guys because they're more fast paced but you know matt hardy will jump off the top rope or and then sting to that but you know all in all it was great and mm-hmm. um, so fun. Yeah. It was really f- more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. Allen, uh, Darby Allen, for the finish, went up to do the, the coffin drop. And as he's in the air, Matt Hardy, like, starts to roll the other direction. So there was a little bit of mistiming there. Yeah. So, uh, so Allen Darby almost missed, or he pretty much did it's miss. Like his head kind of hit his, like, torso a little bit. Yeah. So a lot of people weren't weren't too thrilled with that yeah. but it's like who's really to blame there i mean i would i would think more on the matt hardy side for not being yeah. in position and ready i would think so too but it, it is, is what it is, is. <laughs> it was still a very fun match oh, yeah. but Before, but good lord that jump sure. from sting i love i love the His fact that like that first table if you watched it <laughs> yeah it did and uh there was even a tiktok that night of uh someone who was standing next to sting in that spot so like right there yeah and uh so it shows his perspective of sting just falling down and it was nuts it's like there he goes dude just think about it i said this so sting was in wcw mm-hmm. impact WWE. impact oh, okay wcw impact or tna um then wwe wwe then AEW. like holy fucking shit Mm-hmm. This man is a like he's not coming out every you know dynamite have matches. Yeah, but he's a special attraction. He is, and I did not think we would still be saying this about Sting today. Yeah, and that's something that I that I really admire about AEW is that they treat their legends like legends. You know they they don't paint them out there every single week to wrestle, but when they're out there, it, they make it special. 
I'm so glad someone like Tony Khan and the guys that he's around like see that shit, like do it that way. Because yeah. WWE and those yes men do not see it that way, mm-hmm. like at all. Like if you somehow are a legend, you have a prominent role, and like whatever you're doing is decent, that's a fucking shock. Yeah. Because. And they're and they're using their slightly older talent, like your Christians, your Jerichos, and so on, to elevate the younger crops of yeah. future stars and it's like and they still have matches too yeah and you've got like arn anderson as a manager you've got you know all these people being managers and the factions and stuff so it's like everyone's being elevated and, and every so often you've seen fucking arn do a fucking uh uh, sp- uh what's it called glock no he did the clock the spine no, uh spine buster spine buster mm-hmm. like he'll do it often i'm like spine on the pine. like he like popped matt hardy in the face like yeah. he punched him like they still do shit like that like i've seen jake the snake hit someone you know like i, mean, I can't wrestle but i can still fucking hit you like wwe would never let them even hit someone yeah you know what i mean so it, it it's just great all around mm-hmm. um there's a few things aw can improve but for the oh, most part it's great it is great, man. Yeah, it's not yeah. a perfect company, Love and it. I try and, you know, be by, you know, unbiased or whichever one. I try to be as impartial as I can, but um, I'm just I'm more in favor of AEW than I'm against it. And right now for WWE, I'm kind of split. Yeah, I kind of go back and forth. I'm kind of split, or I'm against it. Yeah, I don't. I'm like not 100 percent for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's, so, it's pissed me off, man. But yeah, so to follow up, kind of what happened on Dynamite uh, after after uh, Matt Hardy took the loss, uh, they had an AHFO meeting, and Matt Hardy got kicked out, and uh, Sting and Darby well, Allen came to make the save. Can I say this? This is weird. Okay. Yeah, it was ahead. a weird situation. So they're taking a vote, right? Butcher yeah. and Blade didn't get a vote. Well, I think what it would I think how they should have done it is that the assistant, whatever his name is, he doesn't get a vote. Yeah. He's an assistant. Yeah. So you've got Andrade, Butcher, and Blade. There's three. Then you have Matt Hardy and Private Party. And that would have been three. So I think it would have been a tie, even though they're like, oh, where's Bunny? But, you know, let's not worry about that. It would have been a tie, then turn them and down. And then Private Party turns. To make it five to one, and that's where the beatdown happens. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think it was kind of weird to have them out there and <laughs> and not vote because uh, it was like, oh, it's four against three, so yeah, dude, you're out. <laughs> like even with private party on your side, like they, you know, they voted you out. Um, so the beatdown happens. Sting and Darby come out to try and make the save. Um, they get. You know, the numbers are just too much and they're ass kicked. They're getting their ass kicked. And out of nowhere, Jeff Hardy or Hardy Boy theme music hits. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they're getting ass beaten. Jeff Hardy's dancing. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Go get your brother. Yeah. Like, well, hang on, I gotta enjoy the moment. Yeah, what's up? What's up, everybody? But, oh, oh shit. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> uh, and some people were just like, Okay, not only did he dance his way to saving his <laughs> his brother but he waited until after sting and darby got their asses handed to him trying to save him so it's like dude what are you doing man i'm in the moment bro yeah i'm an i'm an enigma you don't know when i'm coming out but the music hits and 
Good Lord, the crowd popped for that. Yeah. What a pop for that. Oh, for sure. Like, it reminded me of, like, WrestleMania when they returned. It was that big. And, uh, you know, everyone's wondering, well, how, how on earth were, the, were AEW able to play that music? It's clearly a WWE theme. Well, WWE never owned the rights to that particular Shame song. Shame on them. Yeah. Because that, cause that theme has been used in, like, TV commercials and other other events. So, you know, it was never owned. Well, Tony Khan owns it now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he owns the rights to that song now. I guess the Hardys were okay with it? Yeah. I mean... It's just a theme. They can change. Oh. They can go somewhere okay. else and change the theme song. Yeah. That's so fucking nuts. WWE didn't. It was always for WWE. Mm-hmm. And then listen, like, if they ever go back to WWE, then what will they have? No more words. <laughs> well, it, is, it doesn't have words. No, the song. No more words. The Jeff Hardy oh. theme. No more words. Gotcha. Yeah. That's crazy. He's Don't like, you nope. see the writing on the wall? Oh, yeah, that. That. People seem to love that theme. I I can't. <laughs> I don't like it. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> unpopular opinion. I don't like the Jeff Hardy No More Words theme. Oh, you you wouldn't like his uh No, I wouldn't. Impact. No, I wouldn't. Did you hear it? No, hear I don't it? need to. I'm going to show you after No, this. you don't. I am. You're not. Main dun, event dun, time. Dun, so dun, Jeff dun. Hardy is all elite Hardy Boys reunion tour 2022. So, I I wonder how long of a contract Hart, uh, Jeff signed. I don't know. And then, dude, you have a plethora of tag teams that you can go through mm-hmm. in AEW. This uh, is fucking nuts. I think they're going to have Hardys versus Sting and Darby. And then I think eventually we're going to have Jeff versus Darby. And then Jeff. Did you watch, like, Darby's face? Yeah. Like, how, like, holy crap. It's going to happen. Darby, like, they're both like they're different, but they're the same person. Mm-hmm. They're very artistic and stuff they they do. Like they both wear face paint. Yeah. Both so get, it's gonna happen. They Darby both do things Jeff. that's gonna get them hurt. <laughs> Jeff versus Darby. Name Jeff. Uh, final matchup on on Rampage. Ron Paul or, or Revolution. I'm sorry. Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole, baby. Battle of the Adams. This whole crowd going back and forth. <laughs> Let's go, Adam. Adam sucks. Yeah. Um, but then they it got so good that they stopped doing that. Yeah, they did. I think they were like, okay, that was that was fun. Let's let's enjoy the match now. Um, solid match from both guys. I really liked it, but it wasn't. I guess because it wasn't as violent and all that as the match before and the dog collar match, it kind of felt like a cool down match, to be honest. Like it was a good match, mm-hmm. but for me it was kind of just like okay, that was fun. Like it was a good match, There's and a lot of back and forth. Hangman Adam Page ended up getting the win, but they also teased a little dissension with Page and the Dark Order. Yeah, and I was weird. confused by that because like I saw it and I was like, did he really just shove him? One of the members of the Dark Order? Like why, like, why did why did he do that? This? And then yeah, they, to take it further, uh, for Dynamite when they said that. They're going to have a three-on-three match. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, man, I, I talked to Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus that, you know. And I yeah, they stopped person. me in the hallway and were like, hey, like, we'll, we'll. Is this going to be a Dark Order heel turn? Or will it be a Hangman heel turn? Will he turn his back on the Dark Order? 
I do not know where they're going. Or are we going to see a reunion between the Young Bucks and Hangman Adam Page? Because if you noticed, Adam Cole was like, "Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna kick your ass." Me and the Young Bucks, and they're like, "What? We're we're not Is teaming up King with Omega you." Omega still, we don't know when he's coming back. No. So that's why they probably let's let's turn the Young Bucks face with Hangman Page or and go against or turn Hangman Page heel and have heel versus heel of Red Dragon and Adam Cole and Young Bucks and hangman so you're saying adam cole will be face wait say no they'll both be heels no that's no that's what i was saying earlier if like are you talking about hangman page be a be a uh, heel heels versus heels yeah oh well yeah that seems like more their style yeah (laughs) who knows or they could like be kind of face but they're like you know that baby they're they're that uh hill that are kind of like chicken shit like smart ass hill but they can be kind of baby face i don't mm-hmm. know but all in all revolution top to bottom fantastic card great matches um on dynamite we got to see hangman adam page uh go up against dante martin and i love the fact that after the match he like shook his hand and was like dude that was a you know that was a hell of an effort if you work your way back up here. What a hell of a year for Dante. Dude, no kidding. I bet his brother's like, God damn it. <laughs> well, you kind of have to be happy for him still. Yeah, no, though. Yeah. For sure, man. And like, he's come so far. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see. Yeah. But I mean, that was certainly like a trial by fire kind of thing. So mm-hmm. um, we got to see John Moxley and Brian Danielson defeat Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake. Well, the workhorse go back. Yeah. to Dante Martin because yeah there's a trial and error because there's so many people they put with him and that Leo Rush he's gone they mm-hmm. did a little bit with Jay Lethal and then now Jay Lethal's not hanging around him Matt Seidel yeah Leo uh, Leo um, Lee Moriarty um, but now his brother's back yeah Um. let's see what else happened oh stuff yeah lots of stuff good lord yeah, Regal did did ramble on a little bit, but it was still good. Yeah, and he apologized for going over on social media, and that's that's why I think a lot of people felt like the second half of Dynamite felt rushed, and it's because they were trying to make up for time. Um, they had a, uh, I love the fact that they had a standby match. I don't know if you caught that, but like no. the the match between uh, Hangman and Dante Martin, it was a championship match. So it was allotted a 60-minute time limit. Well, obviously, it didn't go 60 minutes. So they were like, oh, well, we had this match. We told these two, be ready just in case. Yeah. So they had a standby match, which was Pack and Wheeler Utah. It was a short match, and Pack ended up getting the win. But, yeah. you know, I just I like the fact that they oh, yeah. made it seem a little more legit. Like, I'm sure UFC has done that from time to time where they, you know, they're like, oh, we've got, you know, two championship matches and one of them ended in seven seconds. You know, like it was a running knee and he knocked him out and fight was over. Well, we need to fill some time. So let's have these two prospects go out there and and beat each other up or something. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about FTR, man. They were all of a sudden talking about family instead of tag titles. And Tully is like, no, nah, man, you got to. I, I got a daughter, you know, I know about family, but you got to get the titles. That's what it's about. What? So what the fuck are they doing then? I, I don't even understand. It. I don't know. So it, vague. It felt very random. It yeah. was just out of the blue. The, the fact that they're both 
that FDR is just like, no, man, it's about family. You're out of here. And it's like, what? Yeah. It's a simple disagreement, and all of a sudden you're done? Like, So we got to continue the story on that in, yeah, in future sure. weeks. So I'm curious as to what's going to happen. Um, Wardlow came out, cut a promo after the Jeff Hardy thing. Fine. Establishes himself as a face, saying he's finally free. I'm free. You know, yeah, don't have to worry about MJF. Uh, QT Marshall backstage with uh, Keith Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge has been set. Well, that happened on Rampage, though, didn't it? The match, but they yeah. they had a backstage segment on Dynamite. Yeah, they did. Um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus The Acclaimed. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus won. Good match. Good stuff. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Thunder Rosa defeated Layla Hirsch, so she will be facing Dr. Britt Baker DMD Britt in a steel cage match at the next Dynamite. Um, then we got to see Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky. And one of the things we didn't touch up on during the uh, Trios Tornado Tag Team match was uh, Sammy doing that Spanish fly with Ricky Starks through the table. And then yeah. he has the gall to come and do a 6.30 through a table with no <laughs> one there. Like, good Lord, just kill yourself. He's like, what whatever. What he's doing? Uh, Scorpio Sky ended up getting the victory and becoming the him. new yeah, man. TNT champion. I'm a big fan of Scorpio Sky. I really like him. Like I said earlier, I just uh, when he first here, I was like, man, why is he not like getting the shots and mm-hmm. the title? He got the tag titles. I get that, but... I'm glad that he got the TNT title. Yeah. Not Ethan Page. Yep. And Paige Van Zant has also signed uh with AEW, so the roster continues to grow. Where's uh Ruby Soho? I don't know. Fighting in dark, I guess. Um Yeah, so I mean it was uh it was a big week for wrestling. Raw kind of sucked, but uh, I guess we can we'll skip Raw, but we can go into oh, was that Upper Deck announces new line of new line already? I haven't even got like any. I know I can't find them anywhere. I looked at Target, Fucking Walmart. Scalpers. I even call, no, it's not even that. It's like just certain stores just aren't carrying them. God, I want, I want, I want it now. Maybe I can try to find that match dated uh, cards match dated moment cards never before seen AEW cards will release exclusively on upper deck epac what com. is epac no, let's find out is that electronic cards that's, yeah. they're not real cards oh real cards real trades they're not real cards if they're e-cards bridges the gap from digital to physical and you decide when, when, when. so what does the what does that mean i don't know you got to look into it like dude just give me them are they real or are they fake? I don't know. I don't want digital. I want real physical cards. Yeah. It's five ninety nine uh, for one of them. Does it, does it even say it? I just don't understand. Whatever. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, cards will get- only be available for one week before they are gone from the store forever. It says EPAC, so it's electronic. But you've got to pay $5 for electronic cards. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, does anyone listen to this if they know what the hell this is? Because <laughs> I, I do not. Nope. I should even don't. say. Fucking bastards. <laughs> um, okay, I guess we're really not going to talk about like. I guess it's an e-pack. One card per pack. 
it's like six dollars. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Um, I'm not going into raw or we'll just hit hot topics. Mm. Um, if that's good. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, let's go for it. You wanna? Uh, we'll talk about someone debuting on SmackDown and changing their name. Not by their choosing, I bet. Butch. But um, buy, open, collect, and trade digital and physical trading cards with fans around the world. I'm so confused. Yeah. It, is it a card or is it a digital? Like. <laughs> I don't know. Here's where the old man in me comes out. What is this technology these days? Is it an NFT? Right. Um. So Pete Dunne just made his debut on SmackDown, and he's not Pete Dunne anymore. He's Butch. The first thing that I heard when they said Butch, I was like, that's so close to Budge. Is yeah. this what they were going to do with Adam Cole? That's what I was thinking. He was actually Butch. Budge. Budge. Um, so I'm like, what the fuck? And in the same match, because wasn't it like, I don't know who was all in the match, but uh, Ridge Holland did a, was that a belly-to-back suplex? Right. Yeah, or belly to belly. Belly to belly. Yeah. Back um, suplex. And Big E landed on his neck and broke it. Broke his neck. That's uh, pretty crazy. And he said he can move his fingers, right? Mm-hmm. And his toes. And his toes. The fact that he's not paralyzed is a miracle. It is. And what's crazy is that right before that suplex, he did that spot that I hate where he runs through the ropes and... Lands on the floor. Like, I'm like, dude, stop doing that. Hopefully he'll think about If he has the chance to come back and wrestle, because I, I know you're like, oh, well, is he going to wrestle if he broke his neck? Look at Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't do that move. Yeah, please you don't. Know, please stop. Ever please, again. Please take care of yourself. Is there anything else? Spike your hair. Take care. Um your underwear. Right? Yeah. Uh, Johnny Knoxville released Sami Zayn's phone number. I don't know if you saw that. No. Via plane. <laughs> so they call Sami Zayn at this number, so his phone was blowing up all last night. He's like, God damn it. Like, this, has been, this has been going on for 11 hours now. No one uh, WWE. He had to run that through WWE. Well, they probably got like a burner phone. Yeah. But, you know. Because he filmed his phone blowing up so i was like okay so he filmed it on a different phone um yeah so the, they like to change names butch they do we got walters I gunther now I, gunther. Hate the, I hate the fact that they do that yeah and it's just like come on like i don't give a fuck i'm curious like just happens. keep it the same name are you oh you oh, signed I, up get some e-packs <sighs> join now and get a free pack dude get a free pack it's only like a pack of like one you get the crow. It's like, what is it? They're not. It's like, here's an autograph print. Oh, my God. Oh, I got I to throw up. Box? What the hell? I got to throw up. What is this? I'll have to do some research. Because this is... Look, they got Disney. Mickey Mouse. Medallion cards. There you go. I don't know, man. We'll, I'll do some digging on it. You got any other wrestling you want to talk about? Um, I'm just going to be playing more of wwe 2k22 to yeah. try to like dive in it's it's gonna take me some time because 
This last, I got, I got the PS5 last weekend, and I only got to play the PS5 twice during this week. Mm-hmm. It's like late at night, uh, so I only have done matches and GM, not GM, uh, in universe. I need to try GM, uh, my faction, other modes too. So just give me some time. Yeah, that's right. it, yo. Cool deal. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, Dimmis Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com, WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro, uh, Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear, Abear underscore Mode on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro on Instagram. Uh, also on TikTok and Twitch, just search DRH Pro. So for the podcast crew, I am Dino here. I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you all later. Bye.